Welcome to another episode of the Spiritual Awakening Show. I'm Brent Spirit, and today I've got a handful of responses to different questions from my listeners and readers. We'll be talking about what I would say to a newbie on the spiritual path, how to remain in a higher level of consciousness, whether spiritual practice is necessary for awakening, and whether multiple awakenings are necessary, whether practicing law of attraction teachings could lead you to enlightenment, and more. If you have a question for me, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask. I will respond. I appreciate it a lot, as it prompts me to channel a response for you, which most likely ends up as content on my blog or podcast for others to benefit from as well. You can visit brentspirit.com to check out my new section on my blog dedicated solely to questions and answers, along with my free ebooks on staying grounded and manifesting abundance, videos, blog posts, and more. If you'd like to meet with me one-on-one, you can find out about those sessions on my site as well, brentspirit.com. Now, let's get into these questions. So our first question today is, how do you get over the belief that enlightenment is very rare and difficult to achieve? Look into the countless enlightened beings of the past and present. There are many. And then look into their collective message, that you are no different than they are. What would you say to a newbie on the spiritual path? All of the answers are within you. You are your own master. There is no greater authority in your life than yourself. Your experience in the present moment takes precedence over all past and future experiences. Trust your feelings and intuition. If something doesn't feel right, move on immediately. Simplicity always trumps complication. There is no greater answer than love. How do I remain in a higher level of consciousness? You don't. States of consciousness, like all other things, fluctuate and change. Holding on to one state of consciousness is futile because they're all impermanent. Enlightenment is not a higher state of consciousness. It's beyond all states of consciousness altogether. It is consciousness itself. When you're asleep, you're in a particular state of consciousness. When you take drugs, they induce a particular state of consciousness. Meditating, exercising, getting hit on the head, or fasting will all induce specific states of consciousness. There's no such thing as an altered state, as all states are relative to one another without a true baseline. There's no way to permanently remain at a higher level of consciousness. Even the judgment of higher versus lower is relative and unimportant. Enlightenment is beyond all states of consciousness, yet all states of consciousness are contained within it. It's the spectrum on which the so-called higher and lower states take place. Therefore, worrying about whether you are in a higher or lower state of consciousness is irrelevant on your journey for truth. Your task is to find the entire scale itself, not what's being weighed. Don't get caught up in trying to achieve and maintain a higher state of consciousness. Attempting to maintain a specific level of consciousness will just bring you frustration. 
I'm not suggesting that you don't explore different states of consciousness on your journey. Explore them, experience them, and try to understand them. Consciousness can only be understood based upon its many states. Within only one state, you can't understand it. You must experience its ever-changing nature in order to see that it's empty. That is to say, without a lasting, independent essence. If you're inclined, explore consciousness in whatever ways you feel are appropriate for you. Meditate. Exercise. Experiment with your diet. Experiment with psychedelics and plant medicine. Try chanting. Don't be attached to one particular state, however. They're all fleeting. See this for yourself and go beyond consciousness into the void. This is enlightenment. Do you think it's possible to spontaneously wake up without any prior spiritual practice or preparation? Would you understand what awakening is if you really haven't heard or read much about it beforehand? It's certainly possible to awaken without any sort of deliberate spiritual practice. Without the proper context of good spiritual teachings, awakenings can be confusing for some though. It can also be confusing with good spiritual teachings too. The shift out of the illusion of the separate sense of self is unmistakable from within, though articulating it might be very, very difficult for someone that has never heard of these ideas before. One might not necessarily think that their realization is spiritual in nature, but they will certainly feel profoundly changed, and they might even think that they've gone crazy. With grace, typically, they will eventually come into contact with appropriate spiritual teachings or people or experiences that will help them to make sense of the whole shift in a timely manner. Or perhaps they will begin to express their realization in a completely new and fresh way that is uninfluenced by the expression of others that have had the same shift happen to them. I'd love to hear and enjoy the expressions of awakening by people that have had no relationship with spirituality at all. I imagine it would be totally fresh. I have noticed, though, that every being that comes to awaken, even with so-called spontaneous awakenings, has in some way or another been walking a path or preparing for the shift, whether they know it or not. Most have walked the path deliberately, with awakening as their goal, while others have walked the path without awakening in mind. In either case, all that awaken follow a path. Awakening does not just happen randomly. Are there cases of people experiencing two or three mini-awakenings at once? I'm guessing that the more extreme the suffering a person has, the more profound their awakening might be. For example, Eckhart Tolle got enlightened in an instant without any pre-awakenings. His depression was that great. Though we can describe the many different qualities of awakenings and separate these qualities into categories like awakening of the heart or mind, there is really only one awakening that is all-encompassing that may be experienced from different perspectives at different times and at different rates. For some, the path to full awakening is gradual, and for others it appears to be instantaneous. However, I wouldn't say that there is any awakening that is genuinely instantaneous. Eckhart Tolle may have suffered a lot prior to his moment of awakening, but following that moment, he sat on a park bench for years. I can speculate that during those few years, there was still an unfolding taking place during which the many aspects and perspectives of his awakening became clear to him. So in that sense, it might be said 
that he had many awakenings or insights that followed the initial one. Understand that awakening is a constant unfolding without a beginning or end. For purposes of explanation, teaching, and understanding, we can divide awakening up into certain categories and we can pinpoint particular moments along the path. But those sorts of distinctions belong to the intellectual mind. Awakening is beyond the intellect. Though Eckhart Tolle had a clear moment of awakening or enlightenment, we cannot disregard his entire past prior to that moment as if it had nothing to do with it. Tolle's enlightenment was unfolding since before he was even born, and even today, many years after it, it is still unfolding. This applies to all beings, enlightened or not yet enlightened. The path unfolds differently for everyone, but the key thing to understand, in my opinion, is that it unfolds for everyone. To unfold implies a process, a series of moments and experiences that culminate into this moment here and now. And just like this present moment, this unfolding is never finished, always continuing, always moving further. Do you think one could reach enlightenment completely through practicing law of attraction teachings and not doing any direct self-inquiry into the ego at all? Could the ego be completely dissolved this way? In theory, it seems as if it's totally possible that one could use ideas of co-creating one's own reality, manifestation, and the law of attraction to realize enlightenment. The experience of co-creating one's own reality is a powerful means of moving beyond ego. Some may think that desiring abundance or materialistic things is very egotistical, but I disagree. I feel that it's more egotistical to believe and behave as if you're not worthy of abundance. It's only ego that fears, doubts, feels unworthy, complains, and so on. It's only ego that gets in the way of effectively attracting abundance into one's life. If ego is out of the way, false beliefs are too, and the abundance just comes right in. Along the journey of co-creation, one is humbled before all of existence and the infinite intelligence of the universe. This humility requires a shrinking of the ego. The synchronicities along the way will further demonstrate the interconnectedness of the universe and that nothing is isolated. This too will serve to dissolve the ego. Eventually, one will come to see that the entire universe is not separate from oneself. This is the end of the illusion of separation and the seeing beyond ego, enlightenment. However, that's only how it might unfold in theory. In practice, spontaneous moments of self-inquiry into the nature of reality and oneself are bound to take place. One is bound to sit in contemplation of the questions, Who am I? What is true? What is reality? What is God? And answers are bound to surface and they will burn like a fire from within. The deeper we go on this path, these questions become unavoidable. However, as I stated, these moments of inquiry will arise spontaneously. They won't need to be actively sought out. Of course, as one comes to find out who they really are, through self-inquiry, they will return back into the world to continue to play the game of life as a co-creator. That too is inescapable. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I've got some more Q&As just like this one coming your way. Of course, like I said, if you have a question for me yourself, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I will respond to you. You can find me at brentspirit.com. 
on my website there as well. You can find all my free content. I've got some videos. I've got some eBooks, some audiobooks, some guided meditations, and more. It's all there. It's all free. It's all for you. If you'd like to support me, what you can do is just share my work with a friend. You can leave a review. You can follow. You can do all of that stuff. I really appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much. Peace.